I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, um, all that good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chike Agu on the line. He is the Principal and Director of Strategy over at McChrystal Group. Uh, Chike, welcome to the show. Thank you for having, uh, for having me, Adam. So I'm definitely interested in getting into um, what you're doing uh, as Director of Strategy and Principal and also how um, McChrystal Group is helping their clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more of your history. Um, how did you get started as an entrepreneur and in business? Sure. So um, I came to it really in a roundabout way. Um, I actually started my career actually in government. I actually started out working in the administration of Mayor Michael Bloomberg in New York City on education policy. Uh, I was a teacher in New York City, actually also taught abroad as a Fulbright scholar, uh, and did a couple years of grad school. I got my MBA as well as a master's um, in education and in public administration. And, I, and what I was really passionate about was how do you do organizations, government, companies use skills to further their outcomes. And so I ended up initially when I came out of graduate school here in the D.C. area working for the advisory board company. It was a large healthcare and education technology company that served about half American higher education and about two-thirds of American hospitals. And I worked in corporate strategy and new product development there. And then from there, I actually went to the social enterprise space to work on a public-private um, uh, partnership around the expansion of technology uh, for low-income families and then ended up here, up here at the Crystal Group. So one of my big things that I think has been helpful to um, my work and my career, particularly in the private sector, is actually having that multi-sector knowledge because whether you are a company, uh, whether you are a government, you um, have to understand how all these other sectors work so that you can be mo most impactful to your clients. Or at the very least, you have to know they exist. So that, you, so, that, so that you can help clients uh, adjust appropriately. So really um, having that kind of roundabout multi-sector career has been really invaluable to me in my career in business. That, that's super helpful, and, and I'll tell you why. Because I can, I can, there's a lot of people listening to this, and they, uh, you know, they may be just starting out in their career, or maybe they're you know, a couple years in, and they don't know exactly how um, um, the experience they're gaining is going to help them um, you know, going forward, even though they may not be in the exact spot they think they want to be, even maybe not the exact industry. There's that whole thing about, oh, I went to school for this, but I'm doing this. Um, all of those different things and voices people hear um, and that they tell themselves, I should say. Um, GK, what kind of advice would you give to that person that's in that situation who's starting out and they're just thinking, you know, I don't think I'm where I'm supposed to be? Um. I think the first I think the first thing is to figure out where you want to be, and the answer to that question is going to change through your life. But it's always important to have an answer at least for where you are right now. To use a uh, an old baseball quip, uh, my dad when he when I was young he watched the Yankees, and so for those of you who were Yankees fans, you'll remember uh, Yogi Berra, who's you know legendary baseball announcer. He had lots of great quotes and and, and clips, and one of the, my favorite Yogiisms is uh, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up somewhere else. And so I really, really push, not just folks who are young, but folks who are older, like sit and think, where is it that you want to go? I think it's really easy to get caught on a treadmill of 
titles and milestones and things like that. So I always ask people to start from the end. Where is it you say you want to be? So I think that's number one. I think number two, accept that the, the path will not be straight and realize that you may um, take things that made other people not seem to be on path, but that for you are. And so for you to know exactly where it is you want to go and be uh, agnostic, not quite agnostic, but be flexible in the means that you get there, but, uh, whether it be the types of jobs that you take or the types of work that you do, that's really important. And then thirdly, I think when I was much younger, what I, what I really focused on, like most people do, is what's my job, what's my day-to-day, what's my nine-to-five? That's how I'm going to add the most value and get myself most on path. I think what's more true as I've gotten older is it's as much about what, what I do outside of the actual work, like my relationships, my network, um, all those things uh, that have gotten me where I want to be as much as what I do during my nine-to-five. So really focusing on building up that body of work or that almost co-curricular body as well as your 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 nine-to-five por- uh, portfolio is most important. So know where, uh, where you want to go. Be flexible about how you get there. And make sure that while you're working, you're focusing on that, the other stuff, the network, the affiliations, the mentorship, as well as the, as well as the actual day-to-day. Man, I love the way you frame that to to not to consider your network and what you do outside of your nine to five as is as really vital to your ultimate body of work um that you're creating. That's a great way to put it and that's um that's definitely a well rounded approach. Um let's uh let's switch it up a bit, GK. I want to talk more about what you're doing as principal and director of strategy over at the McCrystal Group. Um so what kind of clients are you helping and what kind of problems are you helping them solve? Sure. So let's start from a very high level. So um, the McChrystal Group was founded by uh, former General Stan McChrystal, a, a retired four-star general who actually led our forces in Afghanistan uh, under President Obama and actually also led what's called the Joint Special Operations Command, which is where our Navy SEALs, our Green Berets, uh, our kind of best of the best to do the most dangerous work, who are, um, uh, and he led them in, in Iraq during the height of the Iraq War. What he found was that when he got to Iraq and was leading this force, um, they simply were not organized structurally to compete with the speed and the um, decentralized uh, nature of the enemy. They, like many militaries, were, were built to fight enemies who looked like them, big, bulky, bureaucratic organizations. And they found themselves fighting a, a, an enemy that was adapting not in days, not in weeks, but in hours. And they realized they weren't organized in a way to deal with them. And so General McChrystal, in that wisdom, basically really um, engineered a transformation of Joint Special Operations Command to become what he calls a team of teams that can move as quickly as the enemy so that they could actually win. And in that case, that was actually securing the country, saving lives, protecting servicemen. I think if you look at that analogy, you can see that many incumbent companies in every field are in a very similar situation. They're big, bulky bureaucratic organizations built for a different time, built to face competitors who look like them. And now what they're finding is things are changing far faster than they ever uh, anticipated, particularly economically, with the rise of technology. Their competitors don't look like them. For example, if you're Marriott, you're not fighting Hilton anymore. You're fighting Airbnb, who owns no real estate and um, who, who is a decentralized, much smaller uh, competitor. 
And so what we do is we work with organizations to basically become adaptable to fit this changing environment and really become a team of teams who can be as fast, as nimble, as adaptable as the, as, as the circumstances and, and competitors require. The other thing that we really, really do is we close the gap between strategy and execution. If you look at most organizations, they have a strategy, a thing that they say they want to do, an overarching plan. If you look at what most, most organizations do every day, those two things don't match. And so what we try and do is say, here's what you say you're going to do and what you're going to be. Here's what you do every day. We're going to make these two things match. And, and, we, and we do that by instituting a number of practices around aligning the entire um, organization around a common purpose, around creating trust between different teams within, within an organization, uh, around creating what we call shared consciousness, where everyone knows what everyone knows. And lastly, to create what we call empowered execution, meaning that decisions are made closest to the, to the point of decision versus higher up the chain. When you have all those things, that's how you get that, that team of teams, and that's how you, you can make sure that your strategy and what you do every day match. And so we're working with organizations, um, usually members of the Fortune 500, although we've, we've worked with folks bigger than that, smaller than that, um, and we're really helping them uh, from the C-suite on down to do some of the things that I described become adaptable for a changing world with asymmetric competitors and making sure that what they say they want to do and what they actually do are actually the same thing. So, Chike, I know this is going to vary from uh, organization to organization, obviously, but you work with a lot of clients, and so I know certain themes and patterns maybe arise. What kind of uh, mistakes do you find when you're bringing on a new client um, in not taking your approach um, they're making? Uh, it's a great question. And so we'll, we'll see a couple of things. I think first, and I'll put this under the bucket of, they think the future looks like the past. Um, a lot of the organizations that we uh, have worked with um, seem to believe the future will look like the past. That, that the pace of change in terms of their business situation, the economic situation, what their competitors look like, won't be any faster than it's been in years past. And we know that's not the case. Uh, I think secondly, what we see is they is uh, we'll find like McKinsey, they'll get a strategy um, or a path forward, and they'll believe that, that that they're done. And what we know is that actually that getting a strategy is the beginning, not the end. They don't work to make sure that they align not just the C-suite, but every leader from them all the way down around that strategy. So what we'll see Every now and again, as we'll find someone gets a strategy, a really good strategy from any number of firms that you can imagine or develop it in, internally, and then years will go by, and they'll find that none of that strategy has actually been implemented because they never did the work to align all the stakeholders within the organization, and particularly the leadership, to that. So, again, they think the future looks like the past, that um, they have more time than they actually do, and then secondly, because they think they have more time than they actually do, they don't really lead into the strategy implementation, or they do a very cursory high-level alignment. They might have an off-site retreat or something like that. And what we say is you've got to invest in that long tail of change, meaning any change process, particularly a strategy, does not take weeks. It takes years of constant focus from leadership with very particular processes to make happen. Um, and then I would say lastly – I think um, relating to that first point about the future looking like the past, they aren't always quick enough to see how the organization needs to change to fit the strategy. So I'll use one just 
um, kind of stock example. If in your strategy you say that you're going to expand abroad by having very hyper-local marketing, and um, that, that makes sense, but if you as an organization are super centralized and every decision made in Malaysia has to be approved in Minneapolis, you can't implement that. You have to change as an organization and be have more empowered execution. So if the person in Malaysia can make a call about Malaysia, and only when they need to come back to Minneapolis. I'm just using this um, as an example. So again, it's the, the 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 mistakes that we see are future looking like the past, which you rarely does. Um, making sure that your that your strategy is aligned and everyone's aligned to it. And then lastly, that you've got to make the organizational changes to implement the strategic objectives that you have now set for yourself. Mm, that's great advice. Um, so if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, you know, we need to kind of reevaluate um, strategy and we need, we may, they may need a little bit of help, what's the best way for them to reach out to either you or the McCrystal Group? Sure. So either you can go to our website. We, 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 we have a quick information uh, um, box that folks can literally just reach out to us directly. Folks can also reach out to me at chike.agu at mccrystalgroup.com as well as go to our website and we and we, we have a number of partners and principals in a, a number of areas. Um, I'm lucky in that I get to support clients, but I also get to think about what's next for us as a firm in terms of what's the next generation of product offerings that can solve some of the problems that I've described. And I'd say lastly, if you're really interested in beginning to see what our approach is, we've really detailed what we think our approach to leadership and change and organizational development is. You you, you can uh, buy the book Team of Teams, which was written by General McChrystal, One Mission, which is written by our president, Chris Fussell, as well as a new book called Leadership, Myth, and Reality uh, by General McChrystal, as well as uh, Jeff Eggers, who runs our Leadership Institute. So that's, those are ways that you can get in touch with us and learn more about us. We're also at, at McChrystalGroup.com. All right. That's wonderful. Well, hey, GK, I want to thank you for coming on the show and uh, sharing more about your background, also your company. Um, to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, um, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And thank you, GK, again for coming on the show.